0: Hey there, Mando fans. It's me, Josh, head of the Twist of My Arm Network.
1: And me, Jesse, frozen in carbonite and dragged along for the ride. And thanks for checking out Questing. You're going to hear us ask you to call in and contribute to the show, but unfortunately, it's already
0: over. So don't do it. We recorded this show live, but now it's just a regular old podcast.
1: That's right. The Mando is in the can. But if you want to be part of our next show, you can start doing that right now.
0: Starting in January, we're going to be watching Firefly every Friday night, and
1: you can join us live follow twist my arm on facebook to be notified when we go live or you can leave us a voicemail at 508-93-twist about your favorite firefly episode and we'll play it when we get there the sudden but inevitable rewatch
0: launches on friday january 15th and you can find it wherever you're already listening to QuestMe.
2: speaking of here's quest
0: God! I'm so excited for this show today. Welcome to the Movement Podcast, also known as Mando Friday, or this week, it's Ahsoka Friday. Woo! Yes! So excited. I'm your host. My name is Josh. I'm joined today by my lovely co-host,
1: his name is Jesse. Jedi in a Star Wars show what what oh. what that's so crazy yes like whose idea was that? Ah, man
0: I'm all out of breath I'm all excited I just uh, I'm so stoked to talk about this week's episode of the Mandalorian on the movement podcast where we talk about movies video games music and TV. You can find us at twistmarmpodcast.com and listen to us anywhere podcasts are heard. Um, God, and that's, that's about it. Let's get right into this thing. Looks like today we have special guest. His name is Mr. Disney.
3: Hello.
2: Hello.
0: Hello.
3: Hello. How are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. I just watched that shit like an hour ago, so. Yeah, so it's nice and fresh. Yeah yeah
0: (laughs) excellent oh man it's great to have you here with us um disney's a frequent flyer on the twist my arm podcast he's been on a few shows so it's good to have you back on especially for a star wars episode because those are always the best
1: (laughs) truth (sighs) well that's debatable but you know (laughs) however you feel
0: master debatable maybe geez uh let me get my notes up here. I was so unprepared. My computer had to like restart and it took forever. So sorry, the show started a little late, but here we are. <laughs> it's, our
1: first, it's our first time podcasting. It's a oh, oh my God, I know it's so bad.
0: And I don't even have all my stuff out. If you do want to join us, um, you can just put a little message in the comments and I will send you a link to our stream. And you can just join us that way. Um, The only thing I ask is that you have a pair of headphones. Because if you don't, there'll be some mad feedback and that'll suck. So, all right. Let's, oh man, let's, let's get into this. There's so much to unpack. Um, This episode, Mandalorian season two, episode five, the Jedi. Who does that?
3: Like I said. Yeah, like, <laughs> nobody saw
1: it coming. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. Do you want to give just a quick synopsis of the plot so that we can just jump in at wherever we feel like and start talking after that?
0: Yeah. So I mean, ba- hmm. it's uh, basically spoiler uh, alert. If you haven't
1: watched it, turn this off right now. Right and now. Yes. Or better yet, turn it on now and watch it while you watch this. <laughs> That's yeah, uh, I don't know
0: if you want to watch both these at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, directed by Dave Filoni, which to me the Dave Filoni episodes are always the best. Um, and no one, he was not going to let anyone.
1: Comments for the end. Just give us the synopsis of.
0: Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Director Dave Filoni, writer Dave Filoni, music by Ludwig Gorenson. Same thing as always. Uh, guest starred Rosario Dawson, Michael Bean from Terminator and aliens Diana Lee from blade enterprise and Hulk. And she's also the daughter of Bruce Lee's trainer. Basically this episode is Mandalorian going to find Ahsoka, um, the Jedi that is uh, supposed to be who he drops the child off with. Um, he, so, you know, he's fly, he flies to this planet. um, Basically, gets to start another task and eats Ahsoka. <laughs> they go battle. Somebody blah blah he blah walks
1: into town. He walks into town, and the only Imperial in town is like, Does that guy have a quest me sign on his back? I feel like he does. I'm gonna go quest that guy. And she goes down there, she's like, Hey, I hear you like to get quested. And he's like, Who told you that? She's like, Don't worry about it. Anyway, here's the quest. And yeah. uh, I want you to go kill the Jedi. That you're conveniently here to find. So it's kind of like this serendipitous moment where he's like, "How do I find this Jedi? I don't know where this Jedi is." And then this Imperial is like, "Um, just uh, you know, she's out there. Go find her." <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, that takes place after our live action introduction to the Ahsoka Tano character, which was very well executed, which we will get back to. Anyways, Mando goes and finds her. He gets out there. He's like, "Hey, I'm supposed to kill you, but I'm not going to. Will you fix this baby?" And she's like dude, your baby is not named Baby. He's named Gorgu. Grogu? Mm. Grogu? Is it Grogu? Grogu. So, your baby is named Grogu, and no, I cannot fix it. it's broken. So, I'm sorry <laughs> that your baby is broken, but you're gonna have to try somewhere else, but I do need your help, and if you help me, I will pretend that maybe I will train your baby. So, they go yep. into working together, they obviously, you know, take care of the Imperial and her forces, and they free the town. Everything is cool, but she does still refuse to train the baby, but she says to go to a Jedi temple on some other planet and uh, see if there's any other Jedi that want to train him. So, now that that's out of the way, we can go shot by shot, we can go moment by moment, we can do whatever you want. I would say, <sighs> let's go ahead and start with Ahsoka Tano. What did you think? Oh, Like, were you so seriously what? cranking it in front of the television <laughs> at 1.30 in the morning? exactly what I pictured I was like I would text Josh right now but it's probably a deeply personable personal moment for him and I do not want to interrupt because he's gonna be like can't talk need phone sorry I Um,
0: actually didn't stay up and watch it you watched it before I did
1: oh really that's so crazy I I've been doing this thing because I've been off work since like I think Tuesday where I just stay awake until I'm out of things to do and last night at like you know, 11:05. I remembered that uh, Mando would be out at like one, so I was like, eh, whatever. I'm not doing anything. I will just stay up and watch Mando, and I did. It was, I was so I was watching it with um, earbuds, and mm-hmm. um, I think it was like 14 seconds into the episode, I was like, oh, I need to pause this and put on good headphones if I'm gonna watch this episode right now. to Turn yeah. off all the lights in my house. I'm gonna sit down with some snacks and just chill. And it was, it was a good experience. This is, <clears throat> by far, the best episode of the series. Um, but I also feel like it pretty quickly illustrates why the series needed to be a non-Jedi character. Like, the main character needed to not be a Jedi in this series. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, every episode would need to be this level of cool. Like, it, yeah. there would be no excuse for them not to do this every episode if the main character were a Jedi. So right. I think it was a good, exp- you know, it was a good, it was a very nice break. Like, I'm not sick of Mando or the world or the character. Um, I was sick of his friends in the last episode, and I think yeah. I knew that. So they were like, <laughs> you know what? Here, have a Jedi. And everything, everything that you told me, yeah, like, <laughs> toss, him, toss him a lightsaber, you guys. You know <laughs> what? Toss him two lightsabers. Um, But... It- you had kind of conditioned me to expect filler episodes from Dave Filoni because you're like, he comes from TV. He comes from cartoons. It's all about filler with Dave. He's used to that. So I was like, oh, I really hope this isn't a filler episode. And like I said, about 14, 15 seconds in, the episode's like, oh, trust me, I'm not filler. I got you. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> well, that's the
0: thing, man, because cause you go through the like recap of the last episode and you're like, oh, cool, Bo-Katan. That was fun. And then you just immediately get put into this planet, and like, like I fully expected Ahsoka to come in at a little more heroic moment, but no, like they were up, like
1: show up out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: no, they were like, "Welcome to the episode. Here's Ahsoka. Bam! Like in your face."
1: <laughs> and it was she got two lightsabers and uh, no waiting. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. cin- the cinematography was just awesome.
3: It's the the dark, the fog, the... I mean, this come whole, on, that was, that was
1: sweet-looking. I Dude. agree 100%. This whole episode was... Um, to me, it felt like this was the love letter to all the Star Wars influences, right? Like, you had the Western mm-hmm. feel, and then you had the very distinctly Eastern feel with the... Um, any of the scenes with Ahsoka were very, like, Japanese uh, movie, martial arts ninja movie style, or uh, samurai movie Feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a comparison later that some of them are actually like meant to be uh, shots from a Kurosawa film called *Yojimbo*. Um, yes. so that I was glad to have picked up on that because I'm like, this is very Eastern. This is basically Space Japan, <laughs> and it was basically Space Japan. Like even the architecture was Space Japan, which felt very, very Star Trek to me um, because they're very, you know, guilty of doing that thing. Like, what if this country was a whole planet? Um, so it's. It, but it was like they did this thing where they juxtaposed all the Western stuff and all the Eastern stuff, which w- felt very a new hope to me, right? Like you have Luke Skywalker on like this mystical journey, and he's like, oh, "I believe in mysticism now." And you've got Han Solo who's like, "Yeah, but guns, dude! Like, screw mysticism, <laughs> yo, Tango pistol, so you don't need that." Um, and the move this this episode was like that too. And it was like, okay, here's Mando versus Bald Guy. And they're both, you know, about who's a quicker draw. And this is the Wild West and we're old school and we got gravelly voices. Is there a mandate that every character or once per episode Mando will have a gravelly voice off contest with somebody? Anyways, um, (laughs) beyond that, it finally made sense to me where those little uh, Far East influences in the Mando musical theme come from that recorder that's not a flute you know or whatever like why was there like this cool eastern samurai feel to that theme song because this is mostly a space western and you're mm-hmm. like oh right because that's the mysticism part is the far east jedi style like and even when he says her name he's almost like asoka tano like he says it in a strange Tano, yeah like the phrasing uh, is a little off like Ahsoka tano or something like that i yeah. can't really remember it it was 1 um, <laughs> but they took the time to show, like, hey, her name is culturally different. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, hey, Ahsoka Tano. You know, it's not like yeah. how a, a, a freaking space hillbilly would say it. But <laughs> I, was impossibly, yeah, I was impossibly impressed with Rosario Dawson. She is, like, I mean, I know a lot of it was CGI and everything, right? But, like... <laughs>
0: Her, no, that's the the funny thing is a lot of it wasn't CGI, like, most of it was her doing her own stunts and doing those flips. And, like,
1: oh, no, 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 I'm talking about like, um, where she well, but you know, the more extreme stuff where she's like jumping 30 feet into the air, or she's
0: okay, okay, yeah, yeah, but doing all that, but even still,
1: but like, no, I just you know, but she's wearing like all this makeup and she's still emoted very well. Like you still got all the emotion from her in her face and her eyes and her acting was just very impressive through that amount of crap sitting on her face.
0: And she did a great job because I remember complaining a little bit with the Bo-Katan episode, how they used Bo-Katan's original voice actress to play Bo-Katan. And I was like, I wonder how that's going to play out with Rosario, but it really, I couldn't help but think about you talking about, if Ashley Eckstein was was well equipped enough to act like that, and to be right. completely honest, the way that Rosario pulled this off with everything, um, the way that she held the lightsabers, the way that she moved her fingers when she was using the Force, like even as far as like that first scene where she cuts through the tree and then uses the one piece of tree like the the like big piece of it and like throws that into another enemy and that's like she was such a innovative jedi in clone wars that you mean um, she was was,
1: like really you mean she was petulant and childlike like anakin like yeah but a little more so like i'm gonna be stylish and and pissy (laughs) <laughs> and like that
0: smirk that she gives Mando when Mando wraps her up and, and she looks up and then looks at him and smirks and she's right. like, Gotcha bitch
1: and just like
0: it you was know very
1: <laughs> cartoon, but not but she played it so well that it didn't feel cartoon. Like Yeah to me. Disney
0: did, they, did you ever watch Clone Wars? Did you get into that at all and get into I, the Ahsoka thing?
3: The Clone Wars I did for a while. I I did not I did not finish it. I don't think okay. I watched it just like the last season, maybe. To. i don't really know when i stopped but i watched a bulk of it
0: and you know that last season man is where it's at with ahsoka versus darth maul and yeah. the whole the way they intertwined clone wars in episode three it just
3: i need to finish it like it's hard for me to keep attention with those the anime the, no, that, I, I, the yeah. short bursts those filler episodes always kill me it's just kind of like like ah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I need a longer see. That's, full what story. I was, that's what I was expecting was filler episode because Josh was like, "Ah, yeah. oh, Dave Filoni, he's the king of filler." Yeah, but I, Which I also, probably I think, true in a long space format. Like, I mean, I, I'm not. I don't assume that you're lying to me. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah,
0: I think that uh, Dave Filoni takes the good episodes. Though, like I was saying at the beginning, n- he was not going to let any other director direct his baby. In her first live action film.
2: Oh, he like, created was no, that character?
0: Yeah, yeah. He brought her in the first Clone Wars movie. Like, he had made her and everything. So, so I mean, there was no way he was going to let that shit happen. And
1: see, I own that movie, but I don't remember most of it, I'll be honest.
2: It's
0: a little baby Jabba, the hut thing. And yeah, it yeah, do not See, in that that movie, I, I watched that in theaters and I was not a fan. I did not like Ahsoka. I did not like the animation style or anything. It was, it really turned me off from Clone Wars until, I think, three seasons in, one of my friends was like, you're an idiot <laughs> and <laughs> you should watch you this show. Get over it.
3: They yeah, beat Clone so. Wars, though. They beat you beat us over the head with that pretty hard. I mean, there was oh, constantly yeah. Clone Wars-ing everything. It was like god yeah it's moved to something else like all
0: the toys were clone wars all uh, the books were clone wars the movie
3: the two series like the the 15 minute series was awesome i like that one uh,
0: yeah the the original one the more anime kind of style one
3: but yeah that whole clone wars era thing they really hammered a lot of stuff out during that time and it's like yeah anyway so i well, it makes sense though cuz that's
1: like the coolest sounding part of Star Wars history. Like for me as a casual fan that doesn't know all the Star Wars history, Clone Wars sure. seems like it would be the coolest place to go, which I'm sure is, you know, why they
0: did that repeatedly. Well, yeah. I remember I remember watching A New Hope and uh Obi-Wan talking about the Clone Wars. We fought in the Clone Wars and just being like, "Oh, what what the what, what are those? the Clone Wars?"
1: I mean, like you know what they are, right? Like they're wars with clones in them but you're like why and like how yeah. many clones and like was yeah. it clone versus clone or was it like yeah I need to know
0: yeah so I, I think they really played on that that whole you know people wanting to know more about the Clone Wars but even more so I think in this episode yes there are a little bit of Clone Wars references Um, Ahsoka's owl I don't know if you noticed the owl hanging out in the trees that's like I her trusty friend saw a screenshot friend. of
1: it as- afterward, but I don't know what that is.
0: Um. It's just her like trusty little sidekick. It had nothing to do with this episode. It was just a total Easter egg, which was cool. But oh, okay. I think more so uh, in this, they harkened back to right. But I, I think they went back to rebels a little more, and they explored more of Ahsoka's growth as a gray Jedi, and mm. um, you know, oh God, I don't, I don't want to. I want to save this till the end but the big name drop at the end which <laughs> you know I let me just tell you how fucking like, proud i am of myself <laughs> that i have been just calling this that that's, oh, why, fraud. That's, i've been calling that's it forever like
1: I was like, really worried that you were gonna start this you know live stream off totally naked i was like if josh <laughs> is naked when this starts i swear i am not participating in at least most of it like at least most i just i I figured i figured there was a solid chance that you would be just totally naked when we started so i really congratulate you for not doing i appreciate that i think well i think we all man i i was
0: definitely because i watched it this morning i watched it back to back to back this morning three times in a (laughs) row this morning so like the the first time I was just kind of in shock. I clapped a little bit like, ah.
2: and
3: then,
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the second time I was like, oh my God, this is real. This is real now. And I don't know. So back to my point are I think they're going to explore a little more of the rebels side of things. And those characters, cause Bo-Katan, you know, she was in Clone Wars a little bit, but she was more in rebels. Um, you have Ahsoka, which was very predominant in Rebels. And I'm I'm guaranteeing Ezra's gonna be around somewhere, Sabine's gonna be around. Like if they're talking about Thrawn, he- you know, they're they're really gonna wrap up the story of Rebels, I think, while also continuing this Grogu story and Mandalorian, you know, becoming a father kind of story.
1: So, but can't they not, isn't it impossible to train him because, like, if nine is too old, then isn't, like, 50 way too old?
2: (laughs) You
0: know, I wrote that in my notes. (laughs) This is,
3: like, still, like, an
1: (laughs) infant. I
0: I did write that in my notes um, about how, let me go find it really quick. Uh, Jeez. Okay, so she says, I can't train him. And the reason he can't train him is because of his attachment to Mando. Nothing to do with his age, which I really appreciated that. Because I remember being kind of upset with Yoda in Empire, being like,
1: too old, too old he is. And you're like, what? That's just Yoda's... Wait a minute. No, that's just Yoda's way of saying too many attachments, right? Like, he's at this age, he's a freaking human, you know he's attached to something. He's probably in love with, like, some... Space princess that's older than him and driving <laughs> and Space a t- NASCAR <laughs> and uh, like space gambling and doing all the space hillbilly stuff on space trash planet tattooing. Like yeah. so it was his but- way of shorthanding that. He's going, he's too old because he's got a he's got s- oh, so many attachments because of his age. So it's just a shorthand, I think it's just his shorthand way of saying the kid is too old.
0: I still but- liked that Ahsoka explained it a little bit better as far as you know, he's he's attached to you and we can't well, we can't she's, risk him he's just like I've seen what happens with powerful Jedi that
1: Right. So she's more like, Hey, I'm just gonna give you the hot and skinny because I know what will happen and if I lead you on and I try to be all Yoda about it, you're gonna be like, No, but let's train him anyway, it's fine.
0: Right. So
1: yeah.
0: And you know God. Disney, this for one's me. a little more for you, but did you <laughs> notice all the awesome music cues in this episode?
3: Um not specifically as cues
0: well when when ahsoka was talking about how she knew only one other being and the yoda music starts playing like his theme plays like and then there's when Ah ahsoka at the very end and this is what got me the most because i i definitely i choked up a little bit in this episode just because of (laughs) how freaking awesome it was but Especially at the end, when she is looking up at the razor crest and you hear her theme, it was so it just like took me back to the last scene of Clone Wars, I guess, and that that music. but I guess if you haven't seen that last season, I don't know I don't know there were so many good music cues in this there was there was a little bit of the main theme stuffed in there there was like the It was a great episode.
3: I mean, it was again the cinematography, the filming. (laughs) It was excellent. The whole Japanese that when the Ahsoka met, what's her face, like towards the end for their battle, and it had them like just side by side, and the whole classic Japanese duel kind of background. I'm like, oh my god, this is tight. You know what I
1: mean? It was so well done. And it was totally like a
0: koi pond. Like, very 60s (laughs) or
1: 70s, like, uh, samurai film, like, had that Kill Bill homage feel to it, right? Like, here's the gently falling snow and the quiet Eastern thing. Um, and I really like that they had, yeah, and I really like that they had the uh, different fighting styles, uh, for the one character, Elsbeth, I think was her name, which is like, way to go one of the least stupid names i've heard in star wars so far i was super impressed it's like oh that's pretty much a regular name way to go that's how space would probably freaking be Um, (laughs) but i like that she started with i like that she started with one stance right where she had the pole that was like forward in front of her and then she was like oh that's not working i'm gonna try this cool stance where i get ready to poke you oh that's not working i'm gonna try poke you stance like She did all the cool different stuff, which was very samurai movie, right? Like, oh, you have to slowly adjust your tactics as you get to know your opponent. Um, She held her own pretty well. Yeah, and as somebody who has, like, basically no experience with Ahsoka, um, I got the sense pretty quickly that she was just messing with her. Like, she could end it at any time, but she was trying to be like, okay, you're doing the honorable thing, you're standing your ground, I won't just wreck you, even though I totally could. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then i felt like when she switched her hand around and was like okay now lightsaber is in cool mode i was like okay now it's over um, did, oh man read, did that, I was, I, was that. that oh, yeah, I was reading online that i was reading online that's right. like something that anakin taught her right where <laughs> to
0: change like, her stance and yeah. throw them off balance because that that's right. what she did like she was she was in her main jedi stance for the for the bit and then she lost the one lightsaber and changed it up and you see the magistrate like kind of she was like oh what the hell did she just do here and that's when yep. she beat her basically She's yeah like, that was i don't
1: know that kind of kung fu i only know spear fu yeah
0: <laughs> she you know uh so that i love that they that they let that lady actually diana diana lee in um is the daughter of bruce lee's like personal trainer and so she has been in a ton of.
2: Yeah. Well, I felt like kind of long. I was like, well, I, I
0: get sure, but but that's why it she her middle name is Asian... Lee because they were so close to to. Bruce well, because Lee of the Asian
1: influence of like, um, of there being like, it, it's the it's like a samurai movie, right? Like it makes sense that she would be in a samurai style show playing a semi samurai that's hard to say semi samurai character (laughs) but yeah I think I think she she did a really good job Um, I liked that they gave the Mando remember how I told you Josh how like every character in Star Wars eventually gets a lightsaber or something that can fight a lightsaber so they just gave Mando like here's your anti lightsaber pole. enjoy (laughs) and I was like gee I wonder if he's gonna fight the guy with the darksaber with that later on I really wonder.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: and the, oh God, that spear,
0: that was his, uh, his prize <laughs> for this quest. You know, that that's like the master sword yep. for him.
3: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but Which by the spe- way, Spears a weird weapon. Go on. Sorry. Disney. Oh, it's just, it's a weird weapon. I mean, if you have like, you know, a, a blaster and he's got his rifle with kind of a spear on the end of it already. And all these other weapons, a spear seems like just a, unless you run out of other weapons. It seems like a cumbersome weapon to carry around.
0: He's just going to yeah. give it to Grogu. Just to
1: poke, just to poke people? <laughs> I mean, like, just shoot them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think th- Grogu would build a lightsaber out of it? <laughs> I don't know how no. Star Wars works. That's well, let's crazy.
0: talk about that. Let's <laughs> talk about just how casually they dropped the name Grogu. Are you going to let me
3: Gro- talk Gro- about I'll Star Wars Gro-go.
1: on this podcast? Huh. Yeah, man. I was names like Grogu,
3: and then it morphed into Grogu somehow. I thought, I thought, that yeah, was like I Grogo heard Go At first, the first but, time
1: I was like Cal Grogo? and then it was like Grogu. Yeah. Was like, oh, gotcha. Yeah,
0: and I, I watched things with captions, so. It was oh there. right, and it was right after name. that. So there was like right after she was like, "Yeah, Grogu's his name." It like instead of the child coos, it was Grogu coos and Grogu oh, cries and all that yeah. stuff. So it it changed right away in the captions as well which huh. was really freaking cool for me <laughs> and you know what i don't even care what anybody says like she said that name and i was like did that, Gro, grogu I, i'm i'm okay with that that's not as stupid <laughs> as i thought they were going to name
1: him like you're immediately you're like i'm totally here for this i don't care this is the perfect name yeah it's the name i would choose yeah, I oh, I yeah. felt like it was a good name. It felt very like, it felt like it would fit with how Yoda's species seems to name their babies. Like, if one of them is named Yoda, why isn't why couldn't one of them be named Grogu? Like,
0: yeah, for sure. And it, it, kind, of, it's a
3: it kind of not very cute, kind of, but <laughs> it won't always be yeah. cute. It won't always be yeah. cute.
0: <laughs> it's gonna turn into a giant green wrinkly turd gremlin gremlin (laughs) turd
3: monster so uh, sorry sorry yoda
0: (laughs) sorry not sorry my goodness no but i i did like that and that whole scene with giving like i did not expect to hear all of that story all of that exposition for grogu like because at first you know you watch that you're watching ahsoka look at grogu and you're like what's she doing is she just like studying him and she's like kind of smiling and like you know nodding her head and like looking like she's chatting with him and i'm like wait a minute she's
1: talking to him when i was watching through it i was like oh she's gonna eat him this is the part where he finally runs into something that's like really into baby yoda species right the whole food chain and, thing, and he'll going be on. like, he'll "Be like, what's up?" Front yeah, people. and like he'll eat something off a rock, and then she'll be like, "Oh," and then just eat him. And I'll be like, "Oh, that, I did not expect the series to end that way." But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then in credits Done. roll, and they go, "That's the end." This this show is over. Surprise series finale. Yep, I didn't expect but, it, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I didn't expect any of that either. I mean, god damn, like. So first of all, he was he was raised in the Jedi Temple, which kind of leads me to believe that maybe it was Yaddle's kid from episode one. Right. Um, yeah. Which is Yoda with I hair. Mean, yeah. Um, but, you know, she said many masters have tried to train him. And let's see. Uh, then, then, I don't feel as like she said Jedi Temple- I feel like
1: she said they trained him and then like he's very, he's older than he looks and he's been through a lot of masters, but it's not that they were like, you know, I'm having difficulty. They were just like, ah, eh, time for you to go to your next master or something. I didn't necessarily get the vibe that he was like a bad student or anything. Um. Well, no, just, I, I guess maybe Yeah, his, you're right. Maybe his masters kept dying.
0: <laughs> that could be because because they had to I keep just, watching him because he's so tiny.
3: Right. I guess I missed that. I yeah. just thought they were training him and then they hit him. Probably when shit went down, and then she well, said everything's a- dark after that. Like, like he
1: blocked it all out, or like right. he's just been in hiding and and just kind of forgot. She did passages. mention she did mention that he'd had several masters, but I didn't really get an intonation as to like why if it was just okay because like, a lot of them have several masters, a, or just because he was you know kept failing out or something like yeah, kind of a brat like. Lesson one: Do not eat the thing in front of you. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna suck at Jedi school, <laughs> <laughs> little fucker." <laughs> oh you know. man,
0: yep. Don't eat that. Little yeah, fucker. I'm gonna <laughs> all. By the way, <laughs> side note: like all
1: of it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Side note: That's- Does anybody else just? I mean, maybe I'm just a scumbag, but does anybody else just feel really bad for Mando? He's like stuck with this kid. He's just trying to. Nobody will take the fucking kid. <laughs> he keeps running around. All you have to do is no go here, no go there. And he just goes. He just keeps going. Everybody tells him to go. He's yeah. trying to get rid
1: of this right. fucking kid. And right. he just can't shake well, this, and it, this kid. It's pretty clearly <laughs> setting up a moment where somebody will go, okay, Mando, thanks for the kid. Have a good one. He's yeah. up here. You know, I got him now. And then Mando's like, Ah uh, crap! I don't want to go anywhere. No, I like I him. Out, but, Shit! Yeah, like. Oh, <laughs> what do I do? It's like the
3: plot and of then... Big Daddy, Adam Sandler. Right. Oh man! Yeah, stuff. that is that what this um, is? Is this just Big Daddy, like long form? But space but, space. Daddy.
0: <laughs> but like on the real, real though, that scene when Mando says it's time to say goodbye broke my heart because. <laughs> <laughs> You could just, like, tell that Mando was really upset about it. Because he's grown to really really care for this child.
1: Very good at expressing emotion with just his voice. As we've talked about several times, because he spends 99.9% of the series behind a a wall, right? Um, Right. He does a really good job. For me, there was some part of it that was like, the Mando is definitely just part of the child's story, right? Right. Um, yeah, which is okay because this is mando's show so like if next season they're like next season on the mandalorian and he's doing something totally different and it has nothing to do with the jedi or the child i'd be totally fine with that like right. if he has if this is just one really long quest that he ended up on <laughs> because he got requested so hard um <laughs> Then maybe, you know, in a couple seasons, he's going on a different quest. I don't know. Everywhere he goes, he's like, I've been quested. And they're like, yeah, nobody says that, dude. What you're trying to say is, I am on a quest. And he's like, yeah, they don't teach basic in Mando school. (laughs) They're like, yeah, but you know how to read. Like, you could read a book and get better at speaking. And he's like, this is the way. (laughs) God (laughs) damn it. Whatever yeah
2: i
0: I don't I, I still just think I think that they're gonna use Grogu as a baton to pass between shows to keep people interested. Like I really think they're gonna make an ahsoka show where ahsoka takes the child and you know the child's gonna go from Mandalorian to ahsoka. People are gonna be like, all right, cool. Well, Mandalorian's still tight because he's still. You know, fighting blah 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 blah. But we're also gonna watch Ahsoka because we we want to know what happened with Grogu and maybe okay, so I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I can't I, I can't know. say that because after the end of this episode, I think I think Ezra might show up from Rebels.
1: Yeah, no idea who that is, but yeah. Well, um, you, I mean, should get,
0: you should get you should educate yourself, son, because Ezra's a <laughs> Ezra's a badass. So watch some Rebels. <laughs>
1: not going to happen. The next <laughs> the next one of these that we do is not going to be Star Wars related just so that you're aware.
0: Oh, I know. I know. I remember. Okay, I think you and I have you
1: and I have known each other a long time and I'm humoring you here. <laughs> not the next, I'm not doing two of these in a row. I, mean, <laughs> I really think they'd be wise to try to add more
3: shows through this. Like I mean, Disney already knows the formula with the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. You can make fucking Tons of shows, interlink them all, but they're all their separate shows with these characters people like. And, and you can get so much viewership in, in many ways. And I think they're smart enough to realize that. So I do think they're going to have shows spawn from this. Um, right. And as popular as it is, I think they'll do well. So I, I agree with you. I think, well, hopefully that's kind of the first character I've seen that would probably possibly right. be able to have their own show. Everything it's else has just been like, they touch in. Here's a person, there's a person, and you never see them again, you know. So. Right. Right.
1: And they could do an Ahsoka show without passing Grogu off. Like they could keep Grogu sure. here or move the move the character outside of this show mm-hmm. without moving him into the other show, right? Like at the end of this season, Mando's like, "Okay, bye, kid," and then he like goes to do a jump to somewhere we know and accidentally gets rerouted into unknown regions or something. And then the next season is like, "Where's Mando? He's totally lost." Yeah. Um, like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Which but uh, that'd be cool too. It, but it's but I they kinda can kinda keep the character around too. There could be maybe he meets all the available Jedi, which as I understand it are like Yoda, Luke and Ezra. Is that pretty much it at this moment?
0: Yoda's dead by now.
1: Okay. So just um, Luke and Ezra are uh, alive. Ah,
0: Soka would technically No, she said
1: be... she's not Soka said she's not going to train him, Josh
0: oh i thought i think it's like i'm sorry but jedi i thought you meant just a yeah, live jedi at the time
1: yeah she was like no, I go i got her. to some planet and and go to the temple and reach out and see if any of the elders would talk to you and nothing's finite um, either there could be jedi we just don't know about I
3: mean, right you right. can write in anything you gotcha. want really
0: <laughs> that's true um ty- tython tython planet tython yeah Ta- that's actually a really nice callback to um, the old Legends books. It's uh, supposedly it might not be a desert. <laughs> no, no, it's supposed to it might be be a, another a, desert desert. <laughs> too many desert planets. the planet. Planet with it's the first many. Jedi temple. Um, that originally in the books, it was the first Jedi temple, and now they're bringing it into the actual canon, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think for what we know. And Ezra might not even be alive. Um, you know, he from this point in the in the Star Wars canon, Ezra would have disappeared about twenty years prior, and Ahsoka yeah, had Wars, vowed to go find Soka's him. Ahsoka's
1: pretty old, though. I mean, and Star yeah, Wars she's... loves to have Jedi disappear and then send people on a quest to find them, and then have them show up at the exact right moment. <laughs> it's like... <true>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Yes.
0: Yes. That
1: might yes. happen. <laughs> find the hiding place. <laughs> I wouldn't complain. I'm just saying it might. Happen. um yeah. yeah. It's it's like I said. It's the best episode so far, and I think it illustrates why you can't have too many Jedi in this show because they're oh yeah. cooler than Mandalorian. They're better than Mandalorian he probably really wouldn't stand a chance against an actual Jedi. Like, if Ahsoka decided to go fight him, she would have won, right? Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. So, I mean, she had the drop on him in that one scene, and right. the only reason she stopped is because he was just like, Oh,
1: Ahsoka Tano! Oh and she was Man. like, that sounds close enough to my name. What do you want?
0: <laughs> yeah. But, Bo-Katan, oh. And I loved how <laughs> she was like... He's like, I, I need a- it. I've-, I've been sent to talk to you. And she's like, I hope it's about this little guy. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: So yeah, and everybody watching was like,
2: Me too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: I, don't, no, I know. No, she was t-
0: so good, though. She did such a good
3: job. And I know we're talking about this episode, but, but just skipping back a little, like you didn't see it in this episode, but right before that, it's like the Mandalorian character. Is changing and softening up, and like I, you, I mean, we noticed that, and like the last were that with the other three Mandalorians that were like, oh, he's a religious right. nut Mandalor, you know, and then they were also right. in battle. They were like, I mean, he was like a bitch. <laughs> they were like <laughs> yeah. so badass compared to him. So you're like, yeah. he's kind of. They're like way more badass than him, you know. So it's almost like
1: I don't know why well, they're, they're doing really, that. They're really softening up the character to... a little bit. I think it was meant to show, like, these people are used to working as a unit, and he's used mm-hmm. to working alone. And when you work yeah. alone, you have to be very careful and kind of a wuss, and you have to back off yeah. and this, that, and the other thing. He's like, this is the way. And they're like, no, dude, there's, like, several ways. Yeah, just, just because somebody in a said cult. that doesn't mean it's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> then he even
3: ate, and he lifted his mask to eat, and so we saw that. So it's just kind of like, yeah, he might be changing. Yeah. Realizing like, his little religious sect isn't necessarily the only way. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is a so dumb way.
1: Wish you should do it the good way.
3: Your whole tribe is gone, bud. Like, survive.
1: (laughs) Maybe think about it like that. Yeah. So he, I just, this was the, but this was the second episode in a row that we got a lot of lore. Like, there was just Mm. a ton of story and a ton of exposition. But this time it came with some really cool, very old school feeling Star Wars action, which I thought was just wonderful. I loved them putting the contrast of the Western style, um, Showdown
0: standoff. Yeah,
1: Mando and the the guy. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to call him the Marshal. Everybody else gets to be a Marshal. That guy was a Marshal. And it's
0: Kyle Reese. It's he Kyle that Reese.
1: Showed- I love that. You <laughs> oh, is
3: that who that was? In. I kept. I was going to look it kept- up and forgot. I'm like, is that the Terminator? I mean, the yeah, yeah. The
0: Terminator yeah. No, dude. Like,
1: like, it
3: totally was.
0: It's, it's Kyle Reese. Every from shot of that guy.
1: Every shot of that guy was like you should know who this guy is look at it <laughs> look who it is see see who that guy is and i'm like I, I don't i don't know i don't know who that is i don't care i don't know who it is it doesn't well, matter. all of
0: all so, of his lines just put him straight out of the 80s uh, you know yeah, like what like, is that i keep him around for luck you're gonna need it like
1: yeah but that's like 90 percent of the dialogue in this whole series, so. yeah
0: okay whatever <laughs> But not you're right. I did of, like. It's not a
1: weakness. It was just like that guy is. That guy wasn't memorable enough to remember from Terminator One, dude. What? Like <laughs> That was a right. cool character, but like, I yeah. don't care. Like,
0: I did really like that scene though with them t- chatting. He's like, he's like, who do you think is gonna win, our side or your side? And you can just hear Ahsoka and the magistrate <laughs> in the background, just like,
2: Hah! Hah!
1: And but it's shit, clanking it's another... around and. It was another really good illustration of how the show uses sound and music, right? So there's yes. like showdown music playing, and in the background you're hearing like voom ping, yep. ping, ping ping, ping ping, yeah. Ping. Like, yep. It was very orchestral, and like it was this this dance back and forth between her and the other gal with the different styles and everything. Beautifully shot, beautifully choreographed, very well done. Um, I bet you Ashley Eckstein was watching that and was like, F yes, I don't even care that that's not me, because that is how that character should be. Yeah, that's my case. Yeah.
0: Actually, I was thinking that same exact thing, like, what is Ashley thinking right now? And at the end of it, I was like, you know what? That was a really good portrayal of that character, and I don't think yeah. anyone can deny that that was amazing from yeah, beginning probably- to end. Rosario. I mean, never met I'm
1: totally like comfortable with suggesting that she loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'm sure there's there's going to be an interview out there with some Star Wars podcast. I'll have to, I'll have to find it and uh, see if we can we can learn a little more about how she reacted because it, it would be interesting to see what she actually thinks. You know, I I know that originally when you first found out that she was, yeah, you would. When you first found out that Rosario was cast, <laughs> nerd, <laughs> <laughs> you you kind of tell that Ashley Eckstein was a little upset about it. She was a little bitter, um, just kind of on her interviews, but that she was not a, opposed to it. You know that she was kind of like, oh, well, if anyone could do it, it could be Rosario, and yeah, she she came in like a freaking wrecking ball for
1: this whole episode. Everything, everything about it. Okay, add to the list of things that I wish somebody would make for us in a video program. Just put Wrecking Ball behind all the scenes of a kicking ass from the season.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but like, have it start,
1: have it start when she does that cool double lightsaber pull apart yes! ignition thing. Oh, oh, so like, just have it be like sweet. the really quiet part, right? Like na 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 It's just like shots of the forest and everything, and then right when she goes. I came in like that. You go, yeah. oh. <laughs> and then you show her just whooping ass. I think that would be a good video. If somebody makes that and gets likes on it. um, Dibs. I don't know how to, I don't know. Dibs. <laughs> does dibs work <laughs> online? <laughs>
0: well, it does now, <laughs> but yeah, she, hashtag dibs. <laughs> God, and, and you brought up one of my favorite shots of the show. I don't know. I don't know what your, well, we'll get into that, I'm sure. But, but mine was definitely the pulling apart the lightsabers because that was a signature Ahsoka move. And they mm-hmm. they did all of well, not all of them, but most of her signature moves from the cartoons, where you know, like keeping keeping her lightsabers the way that she did, and like spinning them around and stuff. And then that whole move, like, I, I want to go watch this episode again just to, <laughs> just to and see how much, that shit.
3: How much? How much does that mirror the the classic like katana unsheathing type thing too? Oh, absolutely right.
1: It's same kind. That's a really good point. I didn't even think of that, man. That's an excellent point. It's exactly what it is because she's the Far East mystical samurai character, and she's like, I'm gonna unsheath my shit, and you're not gonna see me make my swipe. And they had like everybody with like the gash through them, right? Just like the one line cuts. That was very anime, very Eastern looking. Like it was very well done. And I'm sure that translates well from the show because I remember the look of the show not being anime, but also not really being Western. It was like, it probably actually, now that I think about it, it was probably an attempted fusion of those two things in an attempt to pay homage to the original influences. It looked kind of funky,
3: but it was executed
1: here masterfully. Like, this was probably, this is probably the best Star Wars content I've seen in uh
0: Long time, man. <laughs>
1: Long time, like this. This whole show. Since, uh, probably since I saw Rogue One, honestly.
0: This this one episode was better than the entire sequel trilogy. I think. It. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, obviously, the seeing things in the theater gets you a little more into it and stuff. But man, I like I had as many, if not more, emotions watching this episode that I did for the entire sequel trilogy.
2: And, it's still
1: too, still too short though. <laughs> I the only bah, I mean, I but it was one emotions. of the
0: longer ones of the season. <laughs>
1: I I've come I had to terms with what sequel trilogy. Go ahead.
3: Oh, I'm just gonna say I've come to terms well before now about what the show actually is, but I'll mm-hmm. still always have that hang-up of these, you know, it's it's these little pulses like a cartoon would be. Little here's a half hour mm-hmm. thing. Here's a little adventure. Here's a little adventure. What what I really want is a big long serious drawn out like hour-long episodes and like they 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 go together like cliffhangers which i always bitch about cliffhangers they don't do that like i I, you know have a uh, moff gideon shows up right at the end and you're like oh shit what happens (laughs) and then you know we
1: talked about this they wrap it up we've talked about this before where it's like this show does a very good job of being like episodic but also like semi-serialized with the arc is Mm -hmm. like there's one arc running through it's... the whole season, but some of the episodes yeah. are also self-contained. Like mm. the one in season one where they were doing like the prison break. It was like, that's just a prison break story. Yeah. But it like sort of, sort of services this larger arc that's going through the whole mm-hmm. season. But um, lightly, just a little, little bit. Right, and I, I we talked about how it's kind of a weird and maybe incorrect choice to do that in a thing that only has like eight episodes per season because it's like you don't have time to be messing around with self-contained episodes. Right. Like you need to just tell the story. Um, back to your comment, Josh, the only emotions that I felt in the new trilogy was um, probably any time Leia was on screen. Uh, that, that just, I think, hit, would hit me really hard because I remember that from being a kid. And mm. I remember when we went to the, um, the Star Wars costume exhibit, seeing her actual the actual um, metal bikini from Jedi. Mm. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna cry now when I see <laughs> when I see that movie." <laughs> and then I did, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm crying." Now. So when I watched Rise of Skywalker, I was like, the whole time I had this face on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah when she was on the screen i was like oh i'm gonna cry like i'm getting ready to cry
3: and then they had her
1: daughter come and like give her some kind of update and i was like yep i'm gonna tear up and start crying and i did um i love that her daughter is like super bored on screen like (laughs) i've seen her i've seen her in a couple of other things and she's pretty good at playing that character but like even in star wars she was bored she was like mom some kind of space thing you should go check it out (laughs) (laughs) and then left and i was like that's how i feel about this whole freaking movie except at the very very end i was like oh that'd be cool like if i I would take a series about ray just like off doing her own thing now like as some kind of rogues one team badass machine like i could deal with that the whole the whole thing you were right there was no emotional impact to it for me it was like a personal thing with that actress but it had nothing to do with the story
0: um, i mean i i will say force awakens had me hooked cuz i yeah you know i thought there was going to be this amazing story after that I, it all comes down to last jedi when it comes to the sequel trilogy and for me seeing luke skywalker was great but seeing the way that they handled him was just Horrifying. So it's good to have. You
1: loved the Last Jedi on your way out, and for like the first month or two. uh,
0: For the for the first, but then I watched it like four or five more times, and was like, I hate this. I can't be
1: happy. I'm a Star Wars. (laughs) No, it
0: wasn't even that because I tried. I tried really hard to fight that at first to be like, no, this was a good movie, and then watching it more, I'm like, no, this was not good. (laughs) Like. The, the... I'm still, I'm Ugh. still
1: fine with Last Jedi. I still feel like it was better than the other two movies in the trilogy, and I feel like Kylo Ren, or rather, um, the guy who plays Kylo Ren,
0: Adam Driver. Adam Driver. I still feel he's the best
1: actor that's ever been in a Star Wars movie. I would agree with that for sure. Possible exception of Ewan and McGregor, but
0: um, mm, yeah. it was. I mean, anyway, going this, back this, to the Mandalorian, it was yeah. It was this really this nice show has for me
1: as a casual fan to finally get some Jedi action. And I feel like they're going to have to do that like once a season from here on out, because
0: at least now, now,
1: now my appetite is wet or they need to keep the Mando around for however that story resolves, because mm-hmm. I'm not waiting a year and a half for Disney plus to be like, all right, get ready for the Ahsoka <laughs> Tenno show featuring Ahsoka Tenno and Gorogu. <laughs> I don't know I why see
3: that
1: I definitely yeah, see expansions see
3: coming it. soon. Even between yeah. like the last episode, which I didn't, I didn't watch your special on the last one. I just watched it the other day too. But I mean, it's there's a lot developing all of a sudden, and you know, it's it's uh,
0: the yeah, last it- episode was probably it's funny how we went from almost my least favorite episode to my favorite episode. Like that's what and- you, I'm saying. You didn't
3: like last week's,
0: I that's what was <laughs> not a fan.
1: Last week, Josh was like, "Why did they give Carl Weathers this episode?" And this week, he was like, "Oh, oh."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i think that took him off but
3: <laughs> i don't know i don't know. just i don't even care yeah just, <laughs> it, it was just really star warsy you know they really from you know they invaded the little base this speeder bike race the tie fighters started to really develop a lot of things that were both And then well, the, the tanks which i'm guessing were my early stages of maybe making Snoke. I don't really know for sure, but um, mm. yeah, they, it, confirmed it's all tied, it, but it was in, the- tied into bigger things, you know? Right? Right. So it's like, okay, this is developing. It's is growing. It's just patient. And I'm grace.
0: wondering, cause, cause this episode felt a lot like empire strikes back. There was a lot of, I don't know, just kind of like it was darker. Um, the Jedi training thing, trying to finding the Jedi master on the planet, you know, like, it just had some right. some callback to that, so it's la- the last episode definitely felt a lot like a New Hope, where they're breaking oh. into a base and they're yep. destroy you know destroying things, but you're seeing a bigger picture and there's a little a bit of a cliffhanger at the end and,
1: inside the season, right? Right, um, Josh, do you have Han Solo's? Blaster shot ready?
0: Oh, it's queued. It's queued up, and I'm hoping that we're on the same page with this scene because I have, I I, I said the last one was one of my favorite, but I really and truly I, I hope that we're on the same page because it'll be close. one that Do I, you want
1: to go? Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
0: No, you you go first, and I'll we we'll, yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. So my shot of the show is this was really hard to choose. Um, Basically, every shot that had Ahsoka in it, I was like, oh, that's shot of the show. Oh, that's shot of the show. Oh, that's shot of the show. So it was difficult for me to pick one. Um, initially, I was like, okay, it's got to be the first time we see her ignite the blades and you can't see her body. You just see the blades in the mist and she's at the forest. Or I was like, oh, okay, it's definitely going to be the one where she does the pull apart unsheathing. And then I was like, oh, no, it's definitely going to be this part where she's facing off against the chick and then I was like, oh no, it's definitely going to be this one where she's uh, sitting in the forest in front of the moon with the cloud going in front of the moon and there's a little lantern in front of her between her and Grogu and it's like this ultimate teacher and master moment and just gorgeously shot in silhouette and I think that that is the shot of the show for me but that's going to be tied with the shot of Ahsoka walking, she walks like around a corner and down this long pathway to get to Elspeth, And it's almost silent for a minute. There's no music going on. And you can see the wind and hear the wind like whipping against her robes Mm -hmm. as she's about Mm -hmm. to just one-on-one against this chick. And I got the sense like I could hear the dust scraping across the street. I could hear the wind... Blowing across her prosthetic, but not feeling, like, rubber or cheapness. I could feel the wind pulling on her robes. Like, I could hear that very subtle, like, and it was very well done. It was almost slow motion. Very, like, lone samurai walking to their end. But it had more of a tone of, like, okay, you're about to see some cool shit, and she's going to come out on top. Like, I had no worry for the character. But right. it was just like there's that one shot of her, you know, it's a full body length shot right as she starts walking toward Elizabeth, and it's the wind is whipping through the scene. So for me, that is tied with the one of her and Grogu sitting in front of the moon with the cloud in front of it around the lantern or around around the fire, as it were. But it was a lantern, you know. Um, so those are my two shots of the show. Man,
0: that's Jesse's shot of the show. Um my shot of the show like like i said the the lighting of the lightsabers was one but it is very tied with the shot where the sheriff the marshal he like they had just wiped out the the they break into the the village they wipe out the the guards and mando had freed the prisoners right and then mando's standing there at the end of the road the marshal staring at him, and Ahsoka drops in in the background on top of the wall. Oh, And there's yeah. the one still shot with Mando's face and her in the background. And I thought yep. that that was just one of the prettiest shots, um, and just such a Star Wars shot in itself, and a little well, bit of an it anime
1: was, shot. Like exactly it was just so it was much your, in one. It was the perfect essence of this episode in one shot. The combining yeah. of the East and the West philosophy and style and cinematography and music and visuals, right? There's yep. this samurai with robes up here. There's this cowboy just deadpan in the front, staring somebody down. And it's yep. the moment where that where that guard guy is like, "I can handle you. I've fought cowboys before." And he's like, "Actually, it's cowboy and samurai." And he's like, "Oh, never mind." Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Here's here's my gun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so
1: it was <clears throat> Yeah, it 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 was I think that's a good pick for shot of the show because it really does boil the essence of this whole episode and you could argue Star Wars itself down into one shot. It feels western and it feels eastern at the same time. It feels anime like you said, but it's live action, but it's sci-fi, but it's western, but it's like yeah. a long time there was ago, so but so much featured. in that one. Yeah, there's so shot. many there was so freaking layers there. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, here's new Star Wars, the Mando, and old Star Wars, the Jedi. And, like, here's yep. how we merge those things. Here's how we make it all cool. Here's how we make everybody yeah. dance together in this jambalaya from space.
0: Yeah. So now let's talk about Thrawn because, good Lord, did I definitely get a little hot. You know what? That. I think,
1: I, think <laughs> Thrawn- I need my charger. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on um, is worth a red alert, so, yeah. yeah, we're at red alert there. Well, oh my god, just, I
0: fully expected... Did you die? Uh, kinda, but I, I fully expected just like Ahsoka to to be like, where's your master? Where's, where's uh, Gideon? Gus. Gideon, yeah, that's exactly who I thought it was going to be, because... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, from Breaking Bad, <laughs> but but yeah, I was like, that's that's what's gonna be the big surprise that she's actually looking for the same guy that's hunting Mando, and they're gonna have right. to team up together. But no, they fucking slap me in the face with "Where's your master, Grand Admiral Thrawn?"
1: Right? Huh. She's already. I mean, she's already on to the next series. She's like, dude. This isn't even Mando. We're talking about two series from now. (laughs) Yeah. And uh,
0: so just her bringing that in. And like I said, that's why I think Ezra is going to come back because at the end of rebels, Ezra, um, you're going to hate this, but Ezra is fighting Thrawn on Thrawn star destroyer. And Ezra, one of Ezra's Jedi powers is that he can talk to animals. Um, Right. More specifically, space Wolves. whales. Oh,
1: um,
0: and he <laughs> c- kind of, but but <laughs> but it's these space whales that attach themselves to the star destroyer that then can go, that can travel light speed, and so basically, Ezra calls on these wait, 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 whales. Wait,
1: Wait. So Star Destroyers yeah. can't go light speed unless they have a whale? Or the whales can't go light speed unless they're attached to a Star
0: Destroyer? No, the whales can go light speed. The Star Destroyers can go light speed. Ezra had taken the Star Destroyers, like, he had, like, done some things to it to make it not movable or something.
1: Oh, so the space whales can be used in the in the event that you are out of hyperdrive juice.
0: Yeah, essentially.
1: Huh. That's and- convenient as hell.
0: Yeah, and he kind of he used them to take them to who knows where. So at the end of right. Rebels, Ahsoka and Sabine were basically they vowed to each other that they were going to find Ezra and Thrawn. Well, I mean they were going to find Ezra, but essentially they'd find and, Thrawn at the same this, time because they were together. Yeah. yeah. So when she says, "Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn?" I immediately think She's looking for Ezra. She's still looking for Ezra. And she found someone that's being controlled by Thrawn. That Thrawn has sent her the Magistrate on this mission for whatever reason. And Ah Ahsoka can now find Thrawn and hopefully in turn find Ezra.
1: Now, um, did Elspeth know where Thrawn was? Like, was I meant to know that she was like off screen, she was like, Oh yeah, he's still in evil space town. You gotta go there if you wanna meet him. Or was I it think, like maybe I she think doesn't know?
0: I think that's the cliffhanger of this episode.
1: Oh, oh, here's the other thing. Um she was like, I'm not gonna tell you anything, and Ahsoka's like, I'm not gonna give you that choice. So is that meant to imply that Ahsoka would just reach into her brain and take the answer out with the force if she needed to?
0: Possibly um because i'm sure she she could she's su- i mean she's super powerful at this point and Kyla well, and could she's do that not, with his bullshit little training right. and so she's,
1: and she's not like bound to any kind of jedi rules right because she's not technically a jedi
0: correct she's at this point she is um our version of a gray jedi because right. you had gray jedi in the legends and now they've actually brought her in which i loved her white lightsabers and i i hope to god that when she actually fights gideon the dark saber or anyone else with a lightsaber it looks like disney's coming back um that they still continue to ah, see in rebels when she would fight with the lightsabers her white sabers would flash green blue or red depending on where she was pulling from. If she was pulling from oh. power, it would be green. If she was pulling from blue, it would be a little more like, um, what's it? De- dexterity or something like that. I don't know. There's like different ways. And obviously red, you're pulling depending, from the dark side.
1: Depends on how you spec your character at the start of the game. It,
0: b- <laughs> correct, yeah. So, But it was really cool because there would be some times where she would have to pull from the dark side and her sabers would flash a little bit of red. Right. And I'm I'm really hoping that they do that again when she inevitably gets in some sort of lightsaber battle with you know the uh, Gideon or <laughs> whatever.
1: Yeah, you know the
0: uh... Gus. Well, um, I keep I keep so on to call him yeah. Gus.
1: Gus. <laughs> so in preparation Gideon? for this episode, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> in preparation for this episode, <laughs> I took the uh, "What would be your lightsaber color?" quiz. I think on Buzzfeed. Okay. Um, and I got dark saber. So. Oh. So, you know, yeah, I'm now personally invested in this show because I took a quiz on the internet. So, my money is on dark saber, but. I, it's like one of those things, is it going to be a three-way fight where, like, they're fighting with the, the two white lightsabers and the one black darksaber, and Mando's got his stick, and he's like, eh, eh, I'm helping, I'm fighting, eh, <laughs> like, they're like, dude. No, uh, like,
0: <laughs> I think, uh, I think it's, I don't know, Ahsoka, man.
1: Or does Ahsoka have a totally different journey on her way to Thrawn? And Mando will deal with Gideon because Thrawn is outside of the Mando's power level, even though, again, Thrawn doesn't sound like that big of a deal to me.
0: Yeah, again, just, you know, educate yourself a little bit on Thrawn. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <You're never laughs> still, <educate yourself. laughs>
1: you'll still never convince me that because somebody can handle <laughs> a giant army level strategy that they're therefore better at fighting one person one-on-one. It just doesn't make sense. Mm. I don't care what the explanation is because... The explanation to fix that is got to be stupid. So, I think. Come on, Trev. Come on. I hate yeah. you.
0: I hate you so much. Sup, Trev?
1: Here she is. There you go. That just cat just down. hates our podcasts. It's <laughs> like, are yeah. we doing podcasting? Not anymore. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> I I I do kind of think Ahsoka is going to go on her own adventure, but I think the whole. You know, he's going to call out in the force and Jedi will hear him and whatever. I think that'll play a little bit into what what Ahsoka's story will be. Now there's two cats up here. God
1: damn it. That's um, what I'm saying is like, is she going to be the, if she's going to be a main force in Grogu's life from here on out, does she need her own show or does he need to leave this show or, you know, or is there going to be another Jedi that we run into?
0: Well, I mean, I think they'll use Ahsoka the same way they did in Rebels, where she just shows up in more and more episodes as time goes on. Her story becomes more and more intertwined with what's going on in, in the other story. So, like I was saying, it once he, I think she did this on purpose to also call out to Ezra. I, I think a lot of this harkens back to bringing Ezra Bridger back. Or just finding any other Jedi, like so. Who would
1: play? Who would play him? Like, do you have a, a care? An actor picked out that you think would be good at playing him, or is there? You read
0: my or, notes, didn't you?
1: I actually didn't. Like, I oh, feel bad because we're podcasting together, but I didn't read your notes even a little bit.
0: That's okay, man. They're always so scattered. Well, not really. It goes so, from beginning to end, but it's just like well, thoughts that I write down.
1: And this is actually brings up a good point. Are, do you have like access to an internet window right now?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so what I've been doing for most of this, instead of reading your notes, is drawing Ahsoka Tano in Microsoft Paint. So I'm, I'm going to send you the picture that I've drawn for you of Ahsoka Tano. It's for you, and it's a, it's a gift. So I'm going to send okay. it to you, and then maybe you can figure out how to get it up on screen. But... Uh, it's, that's what I was doing instead of reading your notes, but I'm sorry. So go ahead and no, the cool. next piece about Ezra. Um so
0: like you were you were asking who I think would be and I, I want to actually cover two things on this cuz I think there's only really three Jedi in in the universe that we know of right now. It would be Ahsoka, uh, Luke Skywalker, and possibly Ezra Bridger. So, I really think that I guess there's three characters that I that I want to name off the live action actors, but Ezra Miller, the guy who plays the Flash in the DC universe, I think he would actually make a really good Ezra Bridger. I don't like it. That's fine. I I also think Sebastian Stan would make an amazing Luke Skywalker. This is something that's been debated all over the internet for years now, but I completely agree with it. That um, some of the photoshops given, are
1: very convincing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Given given the right makeup and stuff, uh, he could look a lot like Luke Skywalker, and he just put a robe on him, and that's all yeah. you really need. Um, if God, they have very we,
1: similar facial structure.
0: Maybe we'd finally get to see Luke ignite the green, but I doubt it. um And also, let's see. I, I wrote this down for for Thrawn. I really, really think. That the original voice actor, um, Lars Mickelson, related to Mads Mickelson, um, I really think that he would play a good Thrawn. Um, they just paint him blue, give him some red eyes, and well. boom. There he is.
1: Yeah, blue. Yeah. I could also see, I would like. Um, I, I'm a, one of those people that thinks Mark Strong should be in everything. He was Sinestro in the very bad Green Lantern movie. That, uh, beautiful picture oh. that I created for you by hand is now sitting in the Google Drive, if you would like to live with. <laughs> probably going to want to print it and frame it and put it on your wall behind you so that
3: people can see it during
0: the podcast. Oh, my God. I'm a little this nervous. Sh- what? This, this
1: show is nuts I'm with really, cameos, though, too, so you've it'd be seen cool to see am really anyone. good at graphics and stuff. Um...
0: <laughs> Sorry, Disney. What? No. Cameo I, just,
1: one.
3: I just said the show is like rich with cameos. So you, it could surprise you with any random. I mean, everyone's been on there. I mean, not it's everyone, true. obviously. It's
1: but, true. Uh, well, yeah, I, even, I was thinking the way that they phrased it was almost like he could go to the temple and maybe there's a ghost Jedi there that would be like, what's up, bro? No. Like, so we could see Liam Neeson or we could see Yoda anyway or we could see like, um, All of them, Kit them Fisto hanging out. <laughs> or Clo I'm saying. I'm saying every Star Wars name that I know. Right. Clo Koon, Kit Fisto, Kai Eddie Mundi, Mace Windu. Mace Windu's alive.
3: Is <laughs> oh, are you? Are you
0: on that train?
3: I am always on that train.
0: Okay, that's fine. I guess.
3: <laughs> We've talked about that. I'm just, I, I'm stubborn. Like,
1: I mean, knocking. think about it this way: if the Emperor, <laughs> you know, I, it it's a product fell. Dude, the Emperor lived through what he lived through. Mace Windu's alive.
0: (laughs) He fell. All right. All right. I guess (laughs) I I I can agree with that.
1: I
3: don't know. (laughs) I mean, he just fell. Like, land on something.
1: Yeah, I won't go off on that tangent. (laughs) I don't
2: remember. Speaking of tangents,
1: uh, Josh. I think last hmm. week I could not find, I think I was trying to, but I couldn't find my phaser. Um,
0: Oh, did you end up finding it? It
1: Nice. I I I just wanted to make sure to get that in there. Because I couldn't find it last week, and it was upsetting. Um, Um, But yeah, you know, Go ahead. uh, No, you you go ahead. Sorry. It's one of those things where I'm like, if they keep introducing Jedi characters, there's going to have to be a spin-off. Because otherwise, this show will not be... Mando can't carry a show that has a bunch of Jedi in it. So they're either going to be setting up spin-off characters or they're going to set it up to where Ahsoka just comes back and is like, you know what, I'm not going to train the kid, but I'll help him get over his problems and hopefully that'll be enough. And then, you know, maybe at the end it'll be like next season on the Mandalorian and it'll be him <coughs> with like a Jedi friend and Grogu and they're just traveling the galaxy having fun Jedi times. Right.
0: You know, that'd be cool. Hey, here, check this out. This is a... Uh... boom.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Can I not make that any bigger? It's beautiful. No, I can. I just. (laughs) We uh... should just. I think we should probably, like, instead of every week on Friday, instead of watching The Mandalorian and then getting together to have a conversation about the cinematography or the themes of the episode or how it feels like new or old Star Wars, we should just watch me paint in Microsoft Paint whichever character was coolest that week because. I don't know if you guys can see this, but it's super impressive. Like, it's, I mean...
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: That that only took me, like, 40 minutes, so... I like how you... The whole screen is, like, big, but the...
3: But the, the picture actual picture is just as yeah. big as the one in the corner. <laughs> it's like not yeah. any bigger, hardly.
1: Sorry. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's it's like, yeah, I can't can make screen. it bigger. Watch this, but no, can... here's a bunch of black screen.
0: <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't really make it bigger. That's click on it and then zoom
1: in. Totally yeah anyways, That's Ahsoka Tano. She's gonna be. That's gonna be the new logo for everything we make. The podcast. Yeah. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano.
0: Man. Yeah, I don't, the, all the all the reveals in this just there was so much that like you can take this episode and just take make so many stories out of it. You could go well, make stories about Thrawn. You can make stories about the Grogu's past. You can make stories about what Mando does with his new spear. I mean, there's just so much going on, and yeah. I just can't. I don't even, did we cover everything? Have we talked about everything? I feel like we. I feel like we went a little away from talking about the child's past. Like, I, I still wanted to kind of go through the darkness period of of what they were talking about
1: because because she said was saying that, like he can't remember it. Like he may have suppressed some stuff because he went through some bad stuff. Like maybe Order sixty six. It sounds like he definitely lived through that, or at least experienced the ramifications of it.
0: Right, and they took him and, and hid him and that's when everything went black. So gee, I'm I'm thinking that maybe these cloners oh the the these cloners. I think they kinda <laughs> maybe took him and experimented on him for however long until Damn, he actually got true. away.
3: Who's yeah, in, um, Go ahead. whose blood were they talking about in the last episode? Was it was it the child's? That it was, had to right have been to be the said. child's, yeah. So at some yeah. point they had him. Right. Yeah, they had him in the right? last
0: season too, right. for a little so was, bit.
3: No, I yeah, mean, so yeah, but they had him in possession, old, like right, right. drawing his yeah. blood, if that's what they're that's what they're talking about. So this darkness period. I mean, maybe he was in possession of mm-hmm. the empire doing experiments, and then somebody rescued him, got him away from there, and hit him. I don't know. That's they obviously had blood well, samples from him. If that's I'm reading that
1: right. They, now, so I think you're correct on that, um, and they they continued on with their theme of like making the Mando question his beliefs and like understanding other people's beliefs from different views and stuff like that so like because when he got pulled over by Space 5 O a a couple episodes back <laughs> maybe that was the first episode um, they were like hey silly. Uh, your Corvette is uh, illegal and he was like may the force be with you <laughs> they were like yeah may the force be with you too and he's like oh god okay people still say that and then in this episode, <laughs> Ahsoka Tano was like, "Dude, may the force." be with you. And he was like, "Oh, she meant that. That wasn't like how how I did it to the space cops. Like for her, may the force be with you is like,
2: I'm this trying the to way. actually.
1: I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to actually impart some peace and some protection and some faith to you as you leave." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, it's not a catchphrase. It's like that's there. This is the way. Exactly. Like to him, this is the way is." A mantra to other people it's what freaking cultists say as their catchphrase <laughs> right. so this is the way we wash beat. our hands wash your hands <laughs> so he's having like this views of like oh maybe i shouldn't just like appropriate that saying to get through an encounter with the space cops because it really means so to some people like maybe maybe right. he's having some feelings and some thoughts about that now like um, and he's
2: also.
0: I feel like he's learning so much. Like this, this season is just all growth he's, for Mando. A... This is him yes. becoming like a real
1: person, is, I guess, or this a real is his Han Solo arc, right? Like this is him starting sure. off as yeah. a skeptic and going, "Nope, blasters and space is cool, and you should like drive." Fast. I don't care about is the money. Yeah, you got to talk gravelly and like have sweat everywhere. Like it's the only way to be. <laughs>
3: And then I think it's good and bad like, though, right? Exactly. It's, it's good for his this... character. I mean, it's good for him, but like, if as he's changing and developing, he'll be a less interesting, you know, Lone Ranger character out there, not caring, just kicking at, you know, whatever. So he's so just becoming. It's y- you'll have to I... develop the show around with that in mind. You'll have to right, team up with that people what... and
1: just be. But that's probably what they're doing, right, is attempting Mm -hmm. to deconstruct that overly macho, like, Western character archetype, right? They're going, look, he doesn't have to be an idiot who never speaks (laughs) and is always gravelly and is just like, what about my gun? Like, they're trying to show, like, look, the character archetype is not good enough anymore. We need a new character that understands feelings and points of view and has personal motivations on top of all of the outside societal pressures because that's more realistic and if we want Star Wars to feel like a real place that people live in, we need to add those kinds of things to it. And Star Wars has been missing that kind of stuff like freaking crazy lately. So finally putting it in somewhere, I think, is brilliant. And I I don't know that that's like the exact angle that they're going for. Being like, you know, maybe you don't have to be so macho, but there's definitely some angle of just because it's how we did things doesn't mean it's how we have to do things. Right. So it's it fits I think thematically with. The whole first two seasons. Um, as far as a rating for this episode, I'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10 because I don't feel like they're I don't feel like this high is gonna be hit um, for a long time. And if it is, it will. It will have to be in like the finale of this season, either that or from here to the end of the season is getting ready to be like high octane insanity, which is possible, but I sort of doubt it. So I think. But, well- if there's any more very cool, high action, intense or heavy episodes left in this season, I think it will be for the finale. But I'll give this episode a ten out of ten because I don't think any other episode measures up to it so far.
0: What about you, Disney? What do you rate rate this episode?
3: Um, I think it'd be really hard to get a ten out of me, but it's definitely the best episode. Um, I would say nine and a half. It's like really
0: okay. good. I mean, okay. but, but yeah, I'm I'm a ten for sure. Um well, I like I said I'm only 10 going on 10
1: because I think this has to be the best episode, right? Like this is the best one so far. So, mm-hmm. even if it's not perfect, it is I mean, as good as they have gotten so far.
0: This the season 1 finale <laughs> was also a, a 10 out of 10 for me. Um not for me. The the Grogu getting the fire, the IG droid, kind of the nurse droid. I loved the nurse droid. <laughs> it's but, kind of
1: annoyed me. But- <laughs> <laughs> I started a revolution, but nobody came bike didn't scene didn't killed players. it for me.
3: <laughs> I didn't like the IG-88 droid on the speeder bike for some reason. It just uh, killed me. It was just yeah. like I laughed. I couldn't stop laughing. So I was like, that's not yeah. what they're going for here. And I'm laughing, you know, but I don't know.
0: But yeah, as far as action, story, cinematography, music, the whole nine yards, everything in this episode was like, what? we have begged for in star Wars for a long time. I feel like, um, and, and there, I, I don't think this is going to be the peak of the season. There's only three episodes to go. Um, there's obviously going to be the whole mood, uh, but there's obviously going to be the pivotal, uh, round up the crew episode um I, I honestly think so i think they're gonna skip right into it they're gonna next week they're gonna go right into he's gonna go to tython he's gonna put the child on the pedestal and grandma gus is gonna show up and kidnap the child
3: <laughs> yeah i don't think this pedestal seems like a good idea for some reason i'm like wait what <laughs> you want to a- advertise where this
1: child is and how i thought i've been looking for I thought uh, for sure that the child would be gone when he was she was like, Where all right, where is he? And he oh. was like, He's back at the ship. And then he was walking Same. back. I was like, He's not gonna be there. I'm oh like, God, Gideon's got him now. Yeah, but no nope. yeah. surprise me. But Josh, can you get rid of that Ahsoka Tano picture on the screen? It's just it's so blindingly gorgeous that it's kind of distracting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, now heart, um now my heart can rest. So here's my analysis. This is the last probably the last piece that I have. This episode really illustrates the difference between what happens when you make Star Wars for money and when you make Star Wars with
0: heart. Out of love.
1: Yeah. Right. You can tell that Filoni just cares. It's like, it doesn't matter if this makes money. This doesn't matter if this is the story that other Star Wars fans are looking for, this, that, or the other thing. He's just like, this is the story that that I have in my heart to tell with this lens, the Star Wars Mm -hmm. lens. And mm-hmm. you can just feel that. And, and the, everything in this series feels like it was crafted with love. Everybody who's there feels like they love to be there, with the exception of some of the side characters who feel like they were told, you want to be in Star Wars? And they were like, that sounds like it would give me money. Yeah, um, Carl. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, and honestly, Space Carl. John Candy, or uh, Space Newman, was not that good. Yeah. But- <laughs> I forgot about the like, Space Newman. The uh, character was good, but like... Get it. The, the blue guy,
0: he was oh, Space I like, Newman. I, I don't
1: know what that means. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that he did that good of a job. Like, No. There have been characters no. in this series with a ton of makeup that do a really good job, and I don't think that that was one of them. But anyways, to me, this show is like, here's what happens when a Star Wars fan with an understanding of what makes Star Wars good for people. Makes Star Wars content, and not what happens when Jar Jar Abrams makes content, right? Like, right. It's it's just Jar Jar Abrams. I wish I could take credit for that. I saw it somewhere <laughs> on Reddit, but I thought it was really good. I just it was. I feel like this is the Star Wars that will be remembered from this era, and people Absolutely. already don't care about the last three movies.
0: Absolutely. I I mean I already don't care about like. This is what I, this is, I mean, no, I I can't say that because I still watch, I still watch Rise of Skywalker and I still, I really still do parts. like Force Awakens. Like, Force Awakens worth was a it. lot of fun. Yeah.
3: There's parts that make it worth it, but yeah.
0: But, but this is definitely bringing, bringing me back into like, like I want to collect things again. I want to find these collectibles from this story for all these characters like this this is bringing me back into star wars in such a much bigger way than right than the the sequel trilogy did yeah of course i wanted my old man luke and i wanted you know those whatever but man i i'm wearing a baby yoda t-shirt right now i got the child right behind me like I, there's just so i love star wars again i was at work all night tonight just like i cannot wait to go home can you guys hurry up and finish so we can go home <laughs> so i can talk about star wars (laughs) yeah and i you know it wasn't obviously i loved watching the movies in the theaters and i loved talking about the movies and dissecting them and doing all that stuff but i god i I love making predictions again And having something to look forward to, something that caring if they that, come true. I hate your predictions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, um, I'm like, do you a think a lot, Thrawn will be in the last episode of this season? I or do. do. I hand.
0: I really, really, really think that Thrawn is going to be working with Gideon. I really, yeah, I think really so. think, in the bottom of of my heart, that that this whole episode means so much more to the story than anything that. Ahsoka and and the Mando are looking for basically the same group of people. They
3: just don't know it right. yet. Um, see, I, right. I actually think. I think they'll just use the, the classic series trope where it's like the season's kind of wrapped, but then it'll present it. You know, like how uh, um, like at the end, where he'll be like, oh, there he is all of a sudden and, and part of it. But it's like nothing really happens. He doesn't really do anything.
2: Right well the end of the de-
3: season, like the end of the last episode, and it's right. like someone will be they'll talking to him it. and he'll be like, All right. So then he'll just say something. It's like a teaser for the I, next I, season.
0: I think on the yeah. last episode I had mentioned that like my biggest prediction is is that Thrawn is gonna be the freaking Thanos. I speaking of that, I need to go on my Mandalorian page and Thranos. talk a bunch of shit because I called this Th- this Thrawn thing like three weeks ago. But anyway, <laughs> Internet I trolls, think that get
1: ready Josh is coming for
0: you. Oh yeah. You guys are, you guys are screwed. Even though I got kind of screwed. We'll talk about that on the movement podcast tomorrow. Cause I got trolled real hard this last week. And it, no, was, it was pretty was okay. funny. It was
2: um,
0: but anyway, I, I still think that Thrawn is going to be at the very end of the episode. You know, Gideon will have lost. Um, he Gideon's going to get desperate. He's going to change his, his tune. Cause you know, he's going to start going for Ahsoka, but then he's going to eventually lose to Ahsoka, and Thrawn's going to be like, oh, I remember Ahsoka. I will just do this myself. And that'll be, like, you know, the the end of this season. And to be honest, we probably won't even see Thrawn until the last couple episodes of next season. We won't see him in any sort of action because he's still going to be behind the scenes. Um.
1: So, and, yeah. As a fan also, he- of Star Trek and as a fan of cool villains, does Thron have a cool chair? At least,
0: um, he he does have a, a cool like throne, but it's more about his uh, room, his like chambers, because he has like ancient, ancient collectibles all over his his area that are like okay. some of the coolest uh, things that. Like art and and yeah,
1: for me, I rebels, you know, huh? stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. For, I do not know for the books. Yeah. It'll come down to how cool the throne throne is for me. If it's not a cool throne <laughs> throne, then I'm not. Down.
0: He did have a sick throne in the books back in the nineties. Chairs and lightsabers.
1: Yeah. I, hope so. I just like <laughs> a I said, fucking... as a Star Trek fan, chairs are important to us. So if the villain does not have a cool chair, then he doesn't work. Especially in in Star Wars, most of the villains have cool chairs. So yeah, I'm just throwing that out. There.
0: I would assume he'd have a pretty cool throne. Uh, throne? I really hope he does, because <laughs> I've been
1: enjoying the show up to now, and I don't want to have to cancel my Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, who's the guy that played? Uh, what, I just
3: can't think of his name right now. Um, Agent Smith in The Matrix, and Elrond in The Lord of the Rings. What's that guy's name?
1: Hugo Weaving.
3: Hugo Weaving. I want him to be Theron. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a really good cast. Oh, that'd be choice. a cool Thrawn.
0: dude. <laughs>
3: that'd be tight. If I was call. casting, I would like present that to him.
0: Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> oh, I could I could hear it now. <laughs>
1: oh, it's my I picture. When
3: I'm picturing blue face Thrawn, right? I'm picturing Hugo <laughs> eating for some reason. That,
0: that like, is incredible. And I... for
1: you alone, but actually, it's for everyone. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that's a really good pick, isn't it?
0: yeah i agree
3: unfortunately i don't guess for the show
0: <laughs> only geez, time dude, will tell because it. it's it's gonna it's gonna happen soon and there's you know they they were really good about keeping the Ros- rosario dawson thing under wraps um no
3: they
1: weren't for I thought a,
0: about that for a minute
1: last
3: year oh
0: she had already filmed all of her scenes and stuff before they released anything for her they yeah, got I, it got leaked after like she had filmed ago. things We heard that she got cast, but they didn't say that. They said that she got cast, but nobody believed that she was actually Ahsoka at first because they didn't actually cast her as Ahsoka. But anyway, they did did reveal her makeup like a few months ago in a toy because they had the Ahsoka lightsaber and it had Rosario Dawson's face. So yeah, but anyway, um. God, I lost my train of thought there. You well, killed you me.
3: That sometimes you freaking yeah.
0: killed me on that one. I was trying to. I was just trying to wrap it up. Um, I, I'm I'm excited to see what 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 comes next. Um, and and I, there's so much more we could talk about. I could go on for another hour, but we really shouldn't. Um, I'll probably I'll probably give a little more of my my thoughts tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you can do A little it. more of my no, thoughts tomorrow in the movement. No, show. Disney.
1: He said, we're not going to keep talking about it. You're good. No <laughs> no, I'm, I'm off till Monday. I got
3: no life. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. <right> now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> off nice. on Monday. So I'm nope, just
2: going
1: to do,
3: but fuck. get blurry. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, what I'm have...
1: doing right now is loitering. And yeah, that's very <laughs> illegal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I have two random comments. If we, I can. Yes, absolutely.
1: going? Yes, go, please. Okay, one, on and track. not to give any
3: more time, not to give any more time to an unimportant a topic like uh, Kyle Reese. <laughs> but, but, but when I first saw him, and I was like staring for a long time at that dude, and, um, is that Terminator guy? You know, and I, <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. He said it was Michael Bean or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was gonna look it up after the show, and I didn't. And then when you brought it up, I was like, "Oh, I'm glad you brought that up," because I'm like, "It was him." The reason that's funny and awesome to me is because backing up to the first episode of this season with uh, Timothy Oliphant, you know, yeah, he was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get those two confused all the time, and I was commenting about it <laughs> after the first episode about how yeah, I you always get the that. Deadwood guy and the Terminator guy. Like, I, I know that's he's like way older, you know the that's funny, Terminator yeah, he's way, old. older. He's way older. They're similar Timothy... guy to me, even though they're like decades apart, but it's funny well, that Timothy here's the second like... guy in the show now. I was like, yes, they're both in the <laughs> series! So I was super excited that he was in it, and that's all I had to say about that.
1: <laughs> the difference being that Timothy is like a paragon of human beauty, and the guy that played <laughs> Kyle Reese is like possibly the most forgettable actor ever. Right? Like That's the difference for me right there. <laughs>
3: Oh, the, uh, this, the second thing I wanted to mention and you probably have talked this through the roof, I haven't watched other episodes about the show um, but I haven't heard much of anybody say anything about it since the first episode but if Josh, if you've come around since then with the story progressing, if that was indeed uh, Boba Fett at the end of the first episode what thought, thoughts on the fact that that was just like fan service like here you go, there he is, alright now move on you know what I mean? Because mm. he's not relevant to the show at all but, uh, I don't right.
0: fucking care anymore.
3: Right, well, come on, that's a bad attitude. I like, no, no, no. I'm no, I, I, and I, and right I don't. Him, but it's like it doesn't matter. But I think it's th- and that's it right. Fan service at the end. That's
0: like that's what I'm saying. It's like
1: here he it, is. That's the question: uh, I was like, why put then, that character in there if they're not going to have him be like oh, fan service? It, I know from It was kind of like low. I mean I don't care.
3: I mean, it's not important to the story. I just thought uh, it was interesting uh, how I, they did it, just to like okay now shut up.
1: Right? Why and why do it if they're not going to do anything with? Just, well,
0: just it's very possible that he will come back later when Mando goes maybe. back to Tatooine to get Timothy Oliphant to join his crew. And he goes, yeah, I can't really do that, but I know That's, someone that will. And it ends right, up maybe. being Boba Fett. Or they could even then, lie, you know?
3: and just, just to satisfy lore. of Like, okay, oh, he did make it out, but yeah, he's just retired right. now. He's just roaming the desert. And,
0: and that oh. very well could be what they did, too, is just be like,
3: all right, yeah, he's
0: alive, but like we don't really care anymore you know he, like
3: Min- right no hate no hate i was just curious
0: right no and 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 just with with how much this story has progressed i just can't care if that's boba fett or rex
1: anymore because it doesn't matter <laughs> and just and is um and that's where i'm at right like doesn't it sort of feel like they kind of just showed that character for no reason but um does mando still have boba hat 'Cause we haven't seen that helmet since I would like, think
0: so. Two, two, it's two it's probably in his now, ship. I would say. I, it's I forgot. In his ship yeah, I forgot somewhere. he
1: still had that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the know, whole armor like, set. But then right, so they made it a point to say, like, look, he's got all the armor, he's got this cool bow uh-huh. staff now that's got a pointy on the end of it. He's just no. collected all the gear, man. He's got he's Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's gotta go RPG. through his
0: inventory and yeah. select what yeah. he wants to wear for exactly. this next mission.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. Well, and he's got he's got a, a dialogue choice coming up, right? Where they're like, do you want to stay with the child and be his friend? Or do you want to tell the child you don't love him so that he stays here and trains as yeah. a Jedi with no attachments? <laughs> like, oh, so so right be, to that would be the right thing to do is be like, I don't love you. You need to stay here so that the child can get over its attachments and become a Jedi, right?
0: <laughs> but he clearly does love that kid. Like yeah, him I going back Gosh, to the I'm ship. not, a, oh, not made man. of stone,
1: I'm just saying. I am. Fuck that so, <laughs> Or or is Ahsoka of the mind that like, wait a minute, if I'm a gray Jedi, that means that I allow attachment and emotion.
2: Yeah,
0: I mm, I still think she's kind of using him to see if she can find Ezra. Mm, um, that makes sense. But I think,
1: I, I in, think that makes sense because I don't know how I to need to watch it, Rebels. I trust you.
0: I think <laughs> I, I think in out the out long run I think in the long run, it's just going to be, you know, Hey, I was never going to train him and no one was ever going to train him. I was just hoping that he would call my friend
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> Get your garbage force child out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah that's but I, I don't know. Is there, is there anything else that we need to cover? I feel like we did cover most everything except the dinosaurs. I did like seeing the, the, the star dinosaurs. In the oh, background yeah, the, of that yeah, planet. Is, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool.
1: It was um, cool. Just, I mean, there was a lot of cool detail work in this episode that sort of ended yeah. up not mattering because the, the plot and the heaviness of the episode was so cool that you were like, I don't even care about the cool details. But there were a lot of them in there, which I did really appreciate. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Good call.
0: Um, other, other than that, though, I, I, I don't know. I This episode was great. Like I said, 10 <laughs> out of 10. I highly recommend... Um, this whole show, oh, this whole series.
1: <laughs> well, and you know, um, since we do, it is getting a little bit late, but since we do have um Disney here as a guest, let's uh, go ahead and say if there's anything else that you wanted to cover, Disney, we'll go ahead and give you this time to yourself, and we'll try not to interrupt you. you no <laughs> <Yeah. that, that. laughs> nah, man, I'm good.
3: I we covered the episode pretty well. I mean, it was it was a beautiful episode. Except visually in the plot everything about it was excellent.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But we just, definitely got to, we got to get you back on the show um at the end of um the season we're going to have all the guests that we've had come on come back and join us for like a end like of a season virtual party. Thing. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. So Kind of. <laughs> yeah. But um ah, yes. Eh, anyway, I want to thank everyone for watching for listening um for joining us on this episode of Mando Friday on the Movement Podcast where we talk about movies, video games, music and TV. Go to com to find all of our latest updates and podcast episodes. Um find us on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you do social media and listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um yeah, uh, we're gonna have our live movement show tomorrow. It was Thanksgiving weekend, so you know we did a little little Thanksgiving stuff on Thursday instead of movement. So we decided to move that to Saturday night, where Evan and Justin will be joining us to talk a lot about some some good entertainment that we've been checking out over the last couple weeks. Um, yeah, that's all I got though. Thank you guys all again for watching for supporting us. Uh, thanks, Disney and Jim Beam for coming on the show. My name is Josh. Monster.
3: My name is Jesse. I'm Disney.
0: One are the Movement Podcast. We will talk
2: at you next week.
3: I will not trade in this
2: child.